welcome to this King's Church talk. We hope that you really enjoy it. If you have any questions, please email us on admin at kingscc.org or you can go to the website www.kingscc.org. Thank you. Easter. Well, what is it all about? Okay, thank you. Already. Good. I like it. Okay, good. Right. Okay. That was a rhetorical question. I wasn't expecting an answer at all. And immediately I get answers. We could be in for a very interactive morning. Good. So eggs. That's right. Easter eggs. Eggs. And okay, so what, what is Easter all about? Okay. Uh, there's all sorts of questions of actually uh, what happened that first Easter? Why, why do all these 2,000 plus years on we still celebrate Easter. You know, less and less people are these days, but you're here, and that's what we're doing this morning. So well done. What, but why do we do it? There's just big questions about what Easter's about. And kind of they lead to other questions as well in terms of who is this Jesus? I know some of you have been given this book, a fantastic book that was handed out to, to some folks and all about who do people, or who do you say I am? What do we think about Jesus? What does Easter tell us about Jesus? Questions, questions. I felt what Gail uh, brought this morning, just as part of our worship. Uh, she said, if you've got questions, and let's be honest, who hasn't got questions? <laughs> okay. okay, we've got questions about life, about our lives. The answers are found in Jesus. It's so important we understand that. So, what is Easter all around? I'm going to need some help because we're going to tell a story. Because to fully understand Easter, we need to understand the big story. We're going to tell a story. And you're going to help me do it, okay? And we've got four Things, okay? We'll call them props, okay? Which actually been made by someone in the church. I'm going to give credit. Very good, because you're going to be so impressed. You kind of think, Roger did not do that, okay? So I just want to say thank you to Brian now, okay? A true craftsman in our midst, okay? So well done, Brian. There will be a chocolate at the end for you, okay? But we're going to start here. Okay, it's going to be a real good, clear, loud voice, okay? Into the microphone. Manger, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Matthew, Matthew 1 verse 21. Okay. Okay, so that was when the angel spoke actually to Mary or to Joseph and they said that, to, that, that Mary will give birth to a son and you're to give him the name Jesus. And we know Jesus was born in a manger. At this point, you're probably all thinking, what on earth is Roger doing talking about Christmas at Easter? But Easter has everything to do with Christmas. Because Jesus was born 
a baby. He was born flesh and blood. The Son of God came and became a child. And that's a remarkable thing. He had flesh, he had blood, he was a baby, and he grew. He grew up to become a man. Which means that the manger was left empty. You go for the next one. It's the cross, okay, and you got another envelope, and in there is something else to read. So, Why is there lots of strange words on the cross? Why is there lots of strange words on the cross? Who knows what was written on the cross? It says that here is Jesus, King of the Jews, in Latin, Greek, and Hebrews. They were the three main languages. There you go. There you go. Spot on and exactly right. Well done. Jesus, King of the Jews. Now, meanwhile, we've got another verse from the Bible. It's so important we let the Bible speak about what happens on the cross. And the Bible tells us in Romans, it says this, but God demonstrates his own love for us. So the cross is all about the love of God. It's actually, it uses that big word. It was a big word, wasn't it? Huge word, demonstrates. I know I struggled with that. It's a demonstration of love. How do we know God loves us? Because he died for us. Fantastic answer. Okay? Because he died for us. Because of what? He did on the cross. That demonstrated his proof forever. It wasn't just proof when it happened. It's proof today. God loves you. God loves you. He demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners. Okay. And do you know what a sinner is? Okay, Amy. Someone who does bad things. Someone who does bad fit things. Okay. Someone, and do you know the truth is, we all do bad stuff. We all mess up. We've all sinned. But God demonstrates his love for us while we were still sinners. So we couldn't do anything right. We could never make ourselves right with God. Christ died for us. This proves the love of God. The baby grew to be a man who died on the cross for us. But the cross is empty. Is empty. Okay, you ready for a walk, team helpers? Okay. All right. You know where you're going, don't you? It's a tomb. Oh, yeah. It's a tomb. Okay, it's a tomb. And let's, hold on. Okay, what's on top of the tomb? It's a sign saying? 
He is not here. He is risen. Okay. Right. Sophie, do you want to just look in the tomb and tell me what you see? There's um, a little bed. There's a little bed, yeah. And I think Jesus said here when him died. You think that's where Jesus was put when he died? And is there something else there as well? Um. Okay, and what do you think they are? <laughs> okay, what do you think it is? Pieces of cloth. And what do you think the meaning of that is? Um, that there's nobody wrapped in them, so there's nobody in there. Okay, so when Jesus died on the cross, he was put in the tomb and he's wrapped in special clothes. And actually, when, when some ladies went that first Easter Sunday morning, they were some of the first people there, the ladies, when they went there, actually, they were first of all really worried because there's a big stone in front of the tomb, and it was sealed, okay? It had this really strong, it's kind of a bit like this, but it, it, the stone was sealed. But when they got there, they found the seal had been broken. And they found the stone, there you go, it had been rolled away, and it's a much bigger stone than that, it's huge. It had been rolled away. And there were Roman soldiers that were there guarding because kind of the religious leaders were slightly worried that actually Jesus' disciples would steal away his body. And they were guarding it. And the guards were just like, they were like kind of overwhelmed. They're just shocked. It was almost like they were dead because an angel had appeared to them. And the stone had rolled away. And literally what you just did, Sophie we went in and got those that got that cloth. That's what those first women did, and they found there was nobody. Jesus was not there. Right, do you want to read it? Tomb. He is not here. He is risen. Matthew twenty-eight verse six. Okay. He's not here. He's not here. He's not risen. In fact, all over churches, in, in, in kind of Anglican churches today, they were start off by saying. He has risen, and people respond. That was very British. <laughs> At the moment, this team are scoring high on points. They're involved, they're active, and they're doing everything. But sorry, team congregation, you're a bit kind of, you know. The Lord is risen. That's more like it. He's risen. Okay, those three words, possibly the most important words, three words that have ever been spoken in history. Jesus is risen. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> you get it. He's alive. Yeah, yeah. This is the Sangwa Island at school. Jesus said he was delivering me. I once was dead, now I'm alive forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Okay. Yeah. It's true. And is that good news? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good news. It's remarkable. Jesus is alive. 
Who's the answer to all your questions? Jesus. Jesus really is the answer. This baby who was born, real flesh and blood, died a real death, and his body had a real burial, but the tomb is empty. He's no longer there. He's alive. This is Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 So Jesus is no longer in the manger. Empty. Jesus is no longer on the cross. Empty. Jesus is no longer in the tomb. Empty. Where is Jesus now? And what is this? Throne. Throne. Okay. Throne. The power that is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. Okay. Verse 20, 20 verse 21. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. So important we read that. That this... That the power that was exerted when Jesus was raised to, from the dead, now he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Where is Jesus now? He's on the throne. It's so important we understand that. Jesus is on the throne. He rules. He's far above all rule and authority, power, and dominion. Every, every name. Jesus rules over everything. He is king of kings. It's wonderful. It's true. And that's the right response. Because that's what heaven is full of. People are saying, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why? Because Jesus it reigns. He rules. He's overcome death. And now he's the resurrected king. Wonderful. He rules. And what's more, it says this, not only does he rule, but he's seated at the right hand of God. He's exalted. And from there he pours out the Holy Spirit on us, on those who believe. That we can receive the very power of God and the very resurrection life of Jesus into our lives so we can live new lives. Lives that are now defined by resurrection and not by sin. Is that good news? That's what Easter's all about. That's why you have to tell the whole story. It didn't even stop with an empty tomb. It ends with a throne. Jesus reigns. He rules. He's over all things. It even says this, that Jesus intercedes for us from the right hand of the Father. He prays for us. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, wow. He prays for us. He gives his spirit to us. He rules over everything. 
That's why we can say Jesus is the answer to everything. Where does all this leave us? Well, that's the end of the props, but I just want to just take you to this book, and I've, we've got one more copy left. Actually, before we do that, you guys have done a fantastic job, okay? But where does all this leave us? Well, I just want to leave one other verse. We looked at four verses up there. I want to leave one verse with you, just to finish. And it's actually on the back page of this book. If you got it, you got that home, then you're about to look at it again. But it's the verse that Jesus said to, again, one of his friends, Mary, at the time when Lazarus had died, and Jesus was about to actually raise him to life again. And Jesus says this, I am right now resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even though he or she dies, will live. And everyone who lives believing in me does not ultimately die at all. Do you believe this? That's where this story of manger, cross, tomb, and throne, that's where the story takes us of do you believe in him? It might be you're here kind of because you've been invited here or friends have brought you here or family's here or what, for whatever reason that you're here, but have never quite heard this story quite like this. But this is the story. And it's a story to bring you to this point in your life. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you accept all that he has done into your life? If you say yes, then you receive new life. You become his. All things, all things, all things are made new. I'd like us to pray together, and then we're going to finish with a song. And it might be you've not quite made that saying yes to Jesus. You've not had that saying yes to Jesus moment in your life yet. I want to pray a prayer that you can make your own. Okay? And then I'm just going to pray for us all. And then we're going to stand together and just worship this Jesus again before we, before we finish. Okay? But let's just bow our heads. Let's just... If you want to say yes to Jesus for the first time, or maybe the second, third time, somehow you just, but you just feel this morning, I want to really, really be clear on this yes to believing in Jesus. Just kind of pray this prayer along with me in your own heart. Lord Jesus, thank you that you love me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you died on the cross for me. Thank you that there you dealt with my sin. 
But thank you that too, you are now alive. That you have overcome sin, death, the devil, everything that will be against me. You have overcome. And that now I can be yours. Now I can belong to you. Jesus, I now receive you as saviour and as king in my life. Holy Spirit, just make that real to me. Just pray for us all now. Lord, we just want to thank you for this resurrection morning. But thank you, Lord, for the the whole reality of you now on the throne, pouring out your spirit that we might know your resurrection life in our lives and working through us into those lives is so need to know that truly Jesus is the answer. Thank you for our children who get it. <laughs> thank you for our older folks who get it. Lord, we pray that more and more folks would get it in our day. Jesus, just come. You really are the answer. And we thank you for it. We thank you. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Amen.